Welcome back to another edition of The Drive. As always, I'm your host, Dami Aina, aka 10K Dom, and I'm very excited about this episode. Today, we got my cousin, Mr. Adekunle Lusonya. He's going to be joining us today on this ride to kind of just teach us some stuff and give us some little nuggets about being young and an entrepreneur in uh, corporate America. And as always, I got my day one homie, Mr. Rashid Brahman, to my left. How are we doing today, Rashid? We're doing good. I'm very excited for this episode as well. Yeah, man. So tell me what we're going to be doing today. Give him a little summary. Yeah, you kind of mentioned a bit, we're going to be talking to your cousin about his entrepreneurial mindset and how he got started and kind of the journey he's on and the different businesses he's working on right now. Awesome, man. With that being said, please buckle up and enjoy the drive. All right, let's do this. All right, you want to tell us about your background first? Yeah, I like that, though. Buckle up and uh, enjoy the drive. <laughs> That's pretty dope. I coined that. I coined that, 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 man. That's me. Wait, time me. Out, time. Before we start real quick, I want to point out something. So Dobby yeah. always says in the beginning, my, to my left but the things like the whole point is like we're in a car it's called the drive and okay. usually Dommy's driving and i'm in the passenger okay. seat so I, really cool. be, I tend to be on his right so he always does that wrong i just want to point that out <laughs> it don't uh, really matter i don't think that's a big deal man but it is what it is stop hating on yeah, it bro man. just let it ride just let it ride <laughs> but right, yeah, yeah man let's get back Tell on track yeah. Yourself, man. yeah go ahead yeah all right, what's up, everybody? Uh, my name is Adekumla Oluwabusawami Olusanyakiniga. I'm going to go full African on y'all. Uh, my name means my name is a prayer. It uh, means power. means wisdom. means God will continue to add joy in my life. And uh, faith is unimportant to me, but we'll get into that later. Okay. So everybody called, knows me as AK, AK-47 on the field. Uh, played college football at Furman University down in South Carolina, D1 school there. Um, but grew up in Tampa, Florida uh, with all the rugrats and all the all the hoodlums down there. Tampa Florida is a good place <laughs> to have fun, man. It's a good place yeah, to have sure. fun. Yeah. Um, but anyway, man, so in terms of my background now, so when I graduated from Furman, uh, I graduated with two degrees, um, one in exercise physiology and the other one in business administration. Uh, just because from an age, I always knew that I never want to work for nobody else um, because why should I ask anybody if I can go see my mom, right? Or go spend time yeah. with my kids or go be a coach. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to do that. Y'all know how that is, right? And so anyway, so... Um, the thing about that, though, is you can't do that from the beginning sometimes. Some people would like to jump ship and go straight into it. Um, I like to do something called a nine-to-five millionaire, right? Keeping your normal job, but spending the extra hour instead of bullshit, actually getting stuff done, you know, working yeah. on your company. So that, that's my me time. Um, but got my background in exercise physiology as well as business. Uh, I started working for GHS, which is a Greenville Health um, Systems Hospital here. And I was the main exercise physiology for um, cardiac rehab and pulmonary rehab. And just to tell you guys, man, one thing, your degree matters, but it doesn't matter that much because I got that job over a doctor, not because I definitely didn't know as much as him, but your people skills are what translate, right? You always get fired for your skills, but you'll stay for your, uh, for your character, right? And your values and things like that. So just the way I was able to just navigate with patients, um, you know, being a friend, all that good stuff, I was able to get that job. And then I quickly realized that I'm not good with having a boss, not as a disrespectful way, but just, I like to do my own thing. I like to be creative. So I'm, knew that I wanted to start my own business. I had the cardiac rehab in mind um, for the background, but I knew yeah. there were steps to it. So uh, that's kind of kind of where I am now. I can go dive, I can dive deeper into that, or we can still, you know, answer this question. It's kind of where you guys want to take this. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely a good yeah. background. So you mentioned that you realized that you weren't really good at working with the boss. So you mentioned a little bit about in college, you know, you knew you didn't want to walk work with or work for a comp- nine to five your whole life. You wanted your own thing. So what are your yeah kind of the first question, like what are your, your prior goals and how did you decide, okay, entrepreneurship is the way I want to go about it? 
Okay. Yeah. So Dami can tell you, I know, I don't remember exactly where you're from, but I know foreign parents don't play. It's either you're a doctor yeah, or you're a lawyer yeah, or, yeah, you're yeah. The, or, you're, or you're the president. And so, you know, I kind of, um, I always was interested in the body. I was always interested in, um, you know, science. So I used to want to be a brain surgeon, but then I realized, man, it's <laughs> <laughs> a lot, it's a long that's time. No joke, yeah. Not to mention, man, when you get such a specified skill like that, that's the only thing you can do. So even if you don't want to do it, guess what? Yeah. You're still stuck in that job. So anyway, so went from, you know, wanting to be a doctor to then I went into maybe orthopedic surgeries. I had kind of a couple surgeries from football. And so I started really getting tuned with my body. And then um, that was really my plan kind of until my junior year. And then I realized that like, you know, money is not the most important com commodity time is. And, you know, even if I was an orthopedic surgeon, I would be on call, right? I'd have mm -hmm. to leave the house during dinner. I'd have to leave in the middle of the night. I wouldn't be able to, even though I was making a lot of money, um, and I'm not going to talk about debt and how that works, but that's another conversation. But even though I would have all that money, I wouldn't have any time. So I was like, you know what? Let me just take my passion and take what I like to do and make money from it, right? Yeah. There's only one of you in the world. And so people pay for uniqueness. People pay for greatness. Nobody pays for average. No one pays for the same. And so we all have our own individual gifts. So if I could turn me into a money market, why not? Yeah, so for sure. I mean, now that you're an entrepreneur, I know that you have multiple ventures that you're in right now. Kind of just talk about how do you pick the ventures to enter into, put stepping into that these different uh, industries. Like, what helps you make those decisions? Um, there's there's a couple of qualities. I would say the first one is like understanding that your next job doesn't have to be your best job, right? Not every job is made to make a lot of money. Not every everything has its own purpose, right? And so I'll say yeah. that as I I loved what I did at the hospital, right? That was my passion. I loved working in cardiac rehab. I was changing people's lives, and that's what I ultimately wanted to create, but as a young person, I needed finances, right? I can get my, um, you know, my joy from that job, but I couldn't get my finances from there. So I started working at Orange Theory, which is um, group size fitness. I'm pretty sure people have heard of it. And I was a personal yeah. trainer there or a coach there. And I went to that job because one, I could make more money. Two, I only had to work 15 hours a week, right? So even, so I think they pay about, everyone has different skills. They pay a good amount of money to be a coach there, right? And I could have had other jobs. Like I said, I had two degrees. But in that situation, I value time Mm -hmm. over money right yeah and so again right my first job i wasn't making enough money so i shifted up and i started to focus on money but guess what i started to make money and i realized hey i actually need time now so again right every job has its purpose so with orange theory i could basically could work 15 to 20 hours a week and be full-time so right. that gave me more freedom in the day right to go ahead and explore different ventures so when it comes to you know being an entrepreneur the first thing you have to realize is you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable like if you're trying to do everything that's easy for you, everything that sounds good or everything that you know you've done in the past, you'll never succeed, right? Yeah. You have to be able to get past that comfort zone and find that strength zone. So um, I'm sure you know a little bit more about me. I'm not, the, I wasn't, I haven't always been the most super friendliest person. I always like to keep to myself, you know, an introvert. Um, yeah, it's like Dommy too. Yeah, right, doing a lot of different <laughs> things. So, and I was actually born with a speech impediment. Um, so I can't say my S's, right? So, um, <laughs> you got yeah, that list. Right. That's actually the, the first time I actually noticed that. that. That's that the first Mike time Tyson. I've ever noticed that. <laughs> See, right? And you and you've and you've known that, right? And you've lived with me for how long? You never known that, right? Um, yeah. So, but guess what? So I was like nervous. I was like, "Damn, bro, I don't want people to hear me on this mic. I can't talk well. I don't like to talk to people half the time." Sometimes these niggas, be, you know what I'm saying? They be having stuff going on. Bro, I didn't even realize <laughs> that. Now I'm not like right? trying to pay attention to my uh, yeah, hey, talking. Not, I never realized gonna, that. You're not going to pick up on it though. I can control it yeah, now. But, uh, that's anyway, good. Right? So I had all these reasons to why I shouldn't do it. Right? Whatever. Yeah. You know, even bro, and I got, you know, I was nervous, but one day I remember I had anxiety, but I, I never had anxiety. I started crying. I didn't know what was going on. But what happened was that I just kept doing it. 
right? And, and I wasn't good at first, right? Like y'all yeah. were starting this podcast. It might not be the best right now, but you just keep working yeah, because guess definitely. what? Very true, if you do very it, true. I don't care what you do. If you do, if you do one thing an hour a day for the next 10 days, that's 240 mm-hmm. hours you just spend doing. Imagine you spend 240 hours more do, studying instead of doing yeah. the night before, right? So I knew that if I stayed consistent, even if it was just little by little, 1%, I would get better. And so guess what? Like I control the things I can control. So I'll tell you about Orange Theory. When I wasn't very good at coaching, I know a lot of music, right? Yeah. So you know how we black people are, right? And there's not a lot of black coaches, especially like me. So yeah. they weren't, they were paying kids bop. I started playing some of that, you know, some of that trash <laughs> stuff, right? So yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. was something I could, you, know, you feel what I'm saying? I couldn't become yeah. the best coach in day one, but I had the best music, right? You're so a fun I, coach. Right? So yeah, right? So that was my personality at first. So at first, right, I'm playing good music. I'm not saying too much, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to yeah. let, let the music ride. I'll say what I got to say. So that was my first approach. As I started to learn the system, guess what? My music stayed fire. So that was always a benefit, right? Shit, some people like the music more than they like the coach. But guess what? Now my ability to coach started to rise. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, guess what? Now I'm a fire. I can say fire shit, and I got fire music. So you don't know when if you twerking, you motivated. Right. You're my <laughs> class. You're just having fun. Right. Just, but I, yeah. I had I had to, I had to be able to dive in there, look at the situation, and be like, you know what? I need this. Right. My first reason was time. Right. Now I know I'm not gonna be good at this. I know it's uncomfortable, but let me control what I can control. Boom. Yeah. Right. Give myself time to get better, and that's what happened. And since I became a good coach, now guess what? Half the people that I know at Orange Theory are now helping me in my next business. You see yeah. how that works? Yeah. Right? yeah I went, yeah. There, went there for the time or went there for the money, needed time, end up finding time and networking. You yeah. see how that works? Yeah. Right. So, so yeah. That's, all, that's awesome, man. Staying consistent it allows you to be multi, multifaceted and you can enter different, exactly. different yeah. aspects and actually be good at different things because you know how to get good at things. That's pretty awesome, man. Yeah. One thing you just touched upon at the beginning, talking about why you even went to Orange Theory in the first place, because you wanted that money, but you also wanted that time. If I have something a lot of people my, our age, college students, don't really value or understand very well, whether you want to be an entrepreneur or you just want to get, get at what field you want to go into in the future, a lot of people don't realize that time, time is the most valuable thing you have. Yep. So you can, if you can allocate like even five minutes a day to doing one little thing, that'll help you out so much in whatever you want to do. Yeah. So it's like a lot of people don't really try to make the effort to create that time that they need to. Yeah. Well, people can't see the whole picture. You know, time yeah. is, I mean, whether you're rich, whether you're poor, whoever, a baby, everyone has 24 hours in a day, right? To say yeah. time management is actually a stupid statement because you can't really, well, just t- you can't really, you can manage time, but you can't really manage time. It's going to be 24 hours regardless of what you do, right? It's, it's about the allocation so, of it. Right? And just like, you know, when you have that time, like I was saying before, you could be the doctor making $5,000 a year, but if you buy a beach house and you can't go to the beach house, What's the, What's point? the point? Right. Yeah. If you if you if you if you spend all day at work, you're making hell of money, and then you come home and you're tired as shit, and then it's your wife, your kid. Now you got to take out trash. Now you got to do all these little house things. You're gonna be irritated. Guess what? You're probably yeah. gonna with your wife. You might get a divorce. You know. So like, all those things are a factor, man. So I just knew that controlling my time, and I guarantee that I'm gonna be much happier doing what I want to do than what some other guy wants me to do for a dollar check. That's that's very true, yeah. man. That's and I'll true. go back yeah. to uh, when you first started at Orange Theory. Started first started your venture you said you were like nervous you didn't know you didn't know you wanted to do it you had anxiety what was that like I mean talk about that a little bit more and doing that people would immediately quit like just that that one sense of uncomfortability yeah. they would they would quit what what made you stay a little longer to get better what made you want to just get better at it well the first thing, I ain't know oh, that's the first thing right I'm not going to run away from anything right <laughs> that's yeah the first thing, right? I'm not going to run away from no bitch, yeah. <laughs> but, but realistically uh, well, I'll tell you how it went so how I was first, I was working at the hospital while I was training for Orange Theory. So I actually trained at Orange Theory for like three months. Cause I just, I didn't have enough time to be sitting there all day because I had another job. 
And um, that's one thing too, when people say that you're hungry, they'll give you a chance. Like they could have went and hired someone quicker, but I was so dedicated, they allowed me to kind of extend that time. So anyway, um, so yada, yada, yada. What happens is that you need to have basically the coach of, the head coach of the head coach of the head coach. He's the one who like basically says that you're allowed to be a coach, right? You have to come to an in-person class, like session. You have to coach the class. It's a trial run, right? And first thing is like, that was not the plan, right? I was just kind of practicing around 3.30 and that 3.55, he's like, hey, do you want to coach? I said, no. He said, all right, bet, put the mic on. I said, oh, okay. He said, also, <laughs> this is probably the, he said, this is probably the hardest template I've ever seen anyone coach. Actually, this type of template, you're not allowed to coach until you're three months in. Wow. So you just threw you in there, man. He threw you right in the yeah. fire, yeah. He threw that you right in the fire. That's awesome. And I got my, I got my ass burnt, boy. And so, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm starting. So obviously, it's a little bit confusing, right? And I don't know if you've ever seen some of these templates. Some of them are like trigonometry, man. But I'm reading through it, whatever. You know, I've got the music playing. Then the batteries die. I was like, oh, shit. So now, you know, now I have to scramble. I remember, like, in an orange thing, you have to keep, I mean, you have to manage everything, right? Yeah, three separate groups are all doing different things. Runners, weight room rowers, sometimes up to 40 people in there. And, like, you have to be calling time for the treadmills while you're also watching the form in the weight room in the corner. Like, you have to do a lot of shit, right? Yeah, I never really and, thought about that. Yeah, shit, man. Go, go take a class yeah. and just go sit in there and look at what the coach has to do, right? And so, anyway, all that, so to keep on, all that's going on, right? And I even have a timer that's, I'm just like, damn, at one minute I have to say this, two minutes I have to say this, at 2.30, but then my batteries die. So that's still, it's not like the class froze. I still had to go back, switch my batteries, go back to turn on, doesn't work. Ooh. Go back to turn on, doesn't work. Switch the batteries again, doesn't work. Find out that the cord or whatever, like the, the bat, like not the actual batteries itself, but the mic was dead. So wow. now I have to actually just use my voice to talk. And I already sound like a bitch because I'm scared. It's my first time. So now I'm trying to yell and whatever. And I'm sending people in the wrong direction. And, man, I got out of there. I wanted to throw up. I wanted to cry. So my girls going to quit. Uh, but then I just realized that my emotions don't control me. So I went back. You know what I'm saying? That's when I started realizing, okay, well, you know what? I can't be Superman. I got to figure out what I'm good at. And that's how I got to, you know, hey, I'll do the music yeah. and learn over time. So just with that anxiety yeah. and fear, you just got to realize that. You can't let that one emotion overtake you, right? So what happens is like, just like compound interest, right? Yeah. If, you, if it's the same way you can compact things positively in one day, the longer I think about this fear, the more it's going to grow from minute to minute, mm-hmm. from hour to hour, from day to day. So I just try to not focus on what I couldn't do and just start to focus on what I could do instead of trying to surpass my emotions. Damn. Yeah, no, that's definitely well yeah, said, that's a good man. story. Well said, man. Yeah. Uh. That was definitely a challenge for you, but what other parts of start when you first started on your journey, entrepreneur journey was the hard, were the hardest parts that you didn't really realize going in? Um, so one of the, is, uh, you don't have, there's no guarantees, right? If I work at Wendy's and I'm going to make $10 an hour, right? If I work 50 hours, that's $500, right? It's, you know what I'm saying? You, mm-hmm. you know, the money's coming in, but entrepreneurship, yeah. you don't, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no facts, right? That's where faith comes in. Right. And so just, you know, a lot of new, not new ventures, and I'll give you a little bit more context. So what I do for work, um, I have a couple of different, so I'm still at Orange Theory, um, for a little bit. And then I have two things I'm working on. There's one thing called next play, which is mm-hmm. for athlete career development. And so basically what we do is, and I'm not the CEO, um, Kyle Moon is the CEO, but I work with him on a couple of projects, helping a program to Furman only been around since 2018. But what we do is we help athletes and their athletic departments create a customized student career plan for them. So something special for these, something specific for these athletes. Cause what happens is that. In most schools, you have 90% or whatever the percentage is of people are the regular students. So the school can't really cater everything towards them, right? But if I have a resume session every Monday at 4 o'clock with the football teams that practice every Monday at 4 o'clock, what's the point of having a tool you can't use? So, you know, a lot of these kids, you know, their, their whole lives, 
um, are centered around sports, right? I'm going to say football because yeah. I played football. They're centered around sports. Let's say you come from a trap or you come from maybe a home, whatever, that football is the only positive thing in your life. So guess what? You're going to run towards that. You're going to try to get better there. But if football is the only skill that elevates and everything else stays the same because you're not training it, what happens when you're done playing sports? What happens when you get hurt? What happens yeah. when you're just not simply not good enough? And honestly, most people just aren't good enough. Like I wasn't good enough to go to NFL. Mm-hmm. Like that, That's cool. But if you don't train anything else, you're going to fall behind. So what we do is we go into that school, we do a whole needs assessment from interviews, um, surveys, find out, hey, what do these kids need? And then let's say we find out that, you know, hey, none of one has resumes, no one has LinkedIn, whatever. We'll take all that information, reverse engineer it, and create game and create events throughout the year. So actually next Wednesday, we have a um, we have a financial wealth segment where we're gonna be teaching kids about credit cards, um, debt ratio, how your debt affects your loans, um, how to budget. So that way you don't get out of school and try to figure out all of life. Um, yeah. So that, that's my first project. That's exciting. I like that. That's a really good idea. Cause I feel like a lot of times athletes kind of put everything into one, all their eggs in one basket. We're like, all right, I'm going to make it. Or like, I know a lot of guys I played basketball with in high school. I look at them now just like, they're still trying to chase that dream and not really worrying about yeah. the other parts. Yeah. Yeah. People, people are crazy, bro. Like look at Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, Kobe. But like, look at Kobe. Kobe was R. a great P. basketball player. Right. I mean, I don't know if y'all watched the last dance also. That was a great documentary. Like, yeah, it was. Even, yeah. Even, yeah. even if you're not watch sport- it together. Uh, uh-huh. shoulders a bit nice but like if you watch if you watch that and like, i love basketball but even if you're not a basketball fan just like watch his mentality like jordan's just different you know and the thing yeah. about the mentality is that and this is what we teach these kids is that your mentality travels success is universal right and so kobe bryant was a phenomenal basketball player this man went and won an oscar the next year or two years ago, yeah, retired, yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's Wrote very impressive. Book, all of the yeah. whole book, everything, he, he, man. He reached, he reached, the he was just getting level. started, too. Exactly, he reached the highest level in basketball, right? Which most most people, this shit, you can count on it on your hands how many people have reached the level of Kobe Bryant's reach as stats in basketball. Yeah, and then going acting, there's actors who have been around for years, having their whole life, they didn't get an Oscar, right? It's because his mentality was the same, the same principles that made him successful. And basketball was the same that trans all he did was switch the vehicle, right? Had the same driver's license, had the same membership success, just switch his car and became yeah. successful yeah. again. That reminds me of something yeah, my dad always just told me when I was growing up. He was just always like, Everything you do just follows you like a shadow. So make sure you're yeah. doing it well. So yeah, the way, you do one thing, the, way you, the way you do one thing is the way you do all things. Everything. Told exactly. Yeah. So what are some mistakes you wish you would, you could have avoided when you first started your venture? And then what are some lessons you've learned throughout your time? Um, the first one is that you don't know everything. <laughs> That's the first thing. Um, you know, sometimes I feel like, especially when you, when you're an entrepreneur, you're like, okay, I'm going to make my business my way. Yeah. And guess what? There's a lot of successful businesses that you might want to study and look at and not just think that mm-hmm. your way is going. You got to think about it, man. Like you haven't done it yet. You have no experience. And an idea and action are completely two different things. So just, um, you know, doing more research, um, not being too eager. I feel like sometimes you have a good idea. You just want to jump on that shit. Um, you got to wait, you know? So even the company that I'm about to launch and we want not going to start till July 1st officially. Um, I've been playing it for two months, right? I already have enough content for the next two months to come out. So by the time we're actually at August, I'll have content through December. Right. Yeah. So just uh, one more planning, you know, not jumping the gun. Like obviously a good, like you don't want to wait forever, but you want to have a good combination of patience and action. Right. So just, you know, studying the field, um, overworking is a big tense. I still struggle with that today. Um, sometimes I just go balls to the walls from six in the morning to four in the morning and forget that I need time to decompress, right? If you're always redlining your car, that's just going to blow up, right? Same yeah. with your body, right? Mm-hmm. So start, you know, scheduling your time to make sure that, hey, you know what? 
I know I'm about to work for eight hours in a row. Let me go play some Call of Duty. Like, let me go chill. Whatever your, your relaxation is, like, it's okay to chillax as long as you know you're going to rub it back up again. So definitely so relaxing, learning from others. Uh, so what are some setbacks you've had along the way and how did you uh, bounce back and, you know, things like that? Um, setbacks for sure. I'll, I'll tell you the first setback, bro. And I want to... When I say this, I don't want, I'm not putting blame on it because you always have to take self-accountability. That's the most important thing. But holy shit, you got to watch who you partner with, man. And I don't even mean like official documents. Like you just got to watch who's in your circle because if you're around five rich people, you're most likely to become the six. And if you're around five bums, you're asking to be a bum too. Like, and and I mean like being intentional. And I don't mean like cutting people out and being rude and be like, I'm better than y'all, but like yeah, surrounding, your, surrounding yourself with good people, right? Because I'll tell you, I had a lot of good ideas I was still hanging around with the same people doing the same stuff. And again, nothing wrong with them at all. Like, I love those boys. They can hit me up. I'm always with them. And uh, I'm not even thinking about anyone in particular, but just in general. I Man, I had some friends who just weren't going nowhere. And by default, think of, think of everyone in your life being attached by, um, by, uh, by a band, right? So if you're slacking behind, I got to work really hard to move forward, right? But if I have people who are pulling me, shoot, I don't even got to run that hard. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. definitely making sure I, I check my circle. And every time you level up, you have to check your circle again, you know? Um, that'd, be, that'd be one of the biggest things. Um, not inter, not inter, um, not intertwining my faith into things because, you know, for me, you know, it's so easy that we keep faith separate from everything else. And I'm not talking religion. That's a whole nother story. I want to talk about that. I'm not talking about religion, a bunch of rules to keep you down like sheep. I'm not talking, I'm talking about faith, the relationship with God. But I used to, you know, it's very important to me, but I didn't always put that out there to people just because like, dang, well, hey, I, I, I cussed, but, and then I told someone I'm a Christian. What are they going to think of me? Like, I'm thinking about yeah. all, that's all the wrong shit. That's not, that's not what it's about. Um, and so, but once I start putting my faith into things, guess what? Because if, if I'm only doing my faith in private, then I'm hiding it in public. I'm not necessarily feeling good about it, even if I'm not knocking it. But mm -hmm. if I'm doing my faith at home, then I go out there and, and like, it's always, it's on my mind more. And what I focus yeah. on will grow. That makes sense. So it just became easier to intertwine things, read things. Shoot, even my tattoos are all faith, you know? So, so yeah, for sure. Important. Yeah, and I, you said something about like, I mean, what you said earlier goes back to what my parents have always said, what your parents have always told me, show me your friends, I'll tell you who you are. Uh, but who, some of, who are some of your key helpers, like mentors that, and what, can you talk about what the importance of having mentors are to an entrepreneur, anybody trying to make, get ahead in life? Yeah. Um, so kind of what I lose, alluded to what I said before, you don't know everything and life yeah. is tough, man. Like, I'm not saying this because like you're like life is tough. It's very hard to do on your own. You don't want to do that. You need a good circle. And so I just kind of started looking at hmm, what do I want in life, right? So one of the things was finances. I wanted to be. I wanted to have finances. So I started looking at people who had finances, right? I can't teach you something I don't have. And so I started getting around people who are wealthy. I started yeah. to learn some million dollar things, right? Because the Bible says teach a man to fish, not give him fish. So if I got around a bunch of fishermen, guess what? And I can catch my fish, whether I'm with them or not, I can do my thing because I adopted the mindset. Um, yeah. What was another thing was that, well, for mentorship, um, shoot, people with good character. Um, there's a lot of people who can make a lot of the money, but they have five, they have five wives, right? The kids hate them. There's, I mean, there's no point in that, right? If I want a skills coach, I'll just go play sports again. I actually want someone to teach me everything. Yeah. And so just, I started, I started to get around people who are doing the right things. And I wasn't looking for perfection because no one's perfect. Even as I'm talking about some of these things, I still struggle with some of these things, right? But it's a mm -hmm. constant pursuit. And I'm not so much focused on what I did yesterday, but I'm focused on who I'm becoming. And that's why I can speak with so much confidence, even with these businesses, right? Yeah, my business is not making, well, we're making some money. We're not making the yeah. most money in the world, right? 
but I know that I'm going to be at that level because I have faith that God's going to help me. So therefore, when it comes to making a minor risky or expensive uh, purchase, I'm not worried about it. I'm not thinking, damn, I'm broke. I'm thinking, dang, I'm about to be rich. This is part of that. So let me go yeah. ahead and make that purchase so I can make it's a an investment. Happen. You got to you gotta bring the future to you. That makes sense. That's, that's really, that's, yeah. that's how I look at time. I, I know what's in front of me. I know what God placed on me, right? I'm bringing the future to me. So every step that I make, bring, I'm dragging it down, right? Some people are so focused on getting catapulted. That means you need something from your past, right? And we're not, we're not worried about that. We're, we're looking towards the future. So yeah. well said, man. No, that's well said. all very good advice. Yeah. So in terms of any setbacks. Hey, I'm charging to... on this podcast, man. $10. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm not saying shit. Yeah. I don't know what <laughs> But uh, in terms of any setbacks you had along your journey, getting your businesses started, what were some of those and how'd you bounce back from them? Oh, setbacks. Um, yeah, I guess it kind of just being gung-ho. So again, like, so in some things not being, I'll, I'll say this for sure. I think people take away from this. When you have something new, don't get up, don't forget about the ties you currently have. So when I was at the hospital and I, I loved, I loved the hospital. Like I, if I wasn't thinking so much about advancing, I could stay at that job the rest of my life, just from a, a simple, I like that job, right? Um, but what happened was that when I started getting a new, something new, I started diminishing at the hospital. Yeah. Right? And so I'm excelling over here, but I'm not excelling. And again, like, yeah, I'm, I'm leaving, but like, it got to the point where, and it wasn't like anything bad, but I wasn't my normal self, right? I wasn't as focused. And so people could tell, like, I would come into work tired. Like, sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'm about to leave anyway. So it wasn't matter if I stay up till one o'clock right? Stuff like that. Forgetting that I'm supposed to do things the same way. And not to mention, you don't want to burn bridges, right? And um, those people just had so much grace so that there's no bridges burned, but just making sure when you leave an establishment that you don't leave it in pieces, right? Because guess what? They might help even in Orange Theory, right? There's a lot of people, I mean, and they treat me, they treat me great, whatever. But why would I leave there and be on my highway and be like, I'm leaving, I'm doing something better. When shoot, some of those people might become patients, right? Or clients of yours, right? Some of those people might want to help you. They want to post them on Instagram, leads to 10 new connections. Right. So just making sure you're not burning bridges. And um, but yeah, that, that, that's probably the biggest thing. Awesome, man. Well, we're going to start wrapping it up here a little bit. But when you first started your, uh, your entrepreneurial ventures, what was your what was your one number one mission? And how has that changed over time? Because, you know, as we get older, things change in our lives. So my first mission was, how can I make some money? Yeah, <laughs> that was the first thing. And then it was, how can I have time? Yeah. And then it was like, how can I help people? All right. And then now it's like, how can I help people help themselves? Because if I help someone sometimes, you know how it is. Sometimes you help somebody, give them a little bit of money. Now they're dependent upon you. Right. Yeah. But yeah if I yeah. can teach someone that, oh, no, you don't even need me, but I'm about to show you that you got gifts inside of you that will raise you up. Guess what? I just elevated that person. Instead of adding to them, I just multiply them. Right. And so just trying to live a life that's infectious. I guess I shouldn't say that word during Corona. But uh, <laughs> live a life that people that people see, you know, people see your spirit and like, dang, bro, like, I wonder why he looks like, I wonder why he lives like that. Maybe there's something I can learn from him, right? And just helping unlock things inside of people, and that's really what my my my, my current company is. It's called Atlas Limit Lifters. Yeah, you know, Atlas, the Greek god. You know, he had to hold the world up on his hands, whatever. So I'll show you guys the logo. It's pretty dope. Um, but just helping people with alignment, alignment of their mind, body, and spirit, so that way they can reach the limits that the world's placed on them, but more importantly, the limits they place on themselves. Because there's nothing worse than a self-limiting uh, factor. Because mm -hmm. what you constantly tell yourself, right? Let's say, let, oh, I'm not a morning person. I'm not a morning person. You say that to your shit, yourself every day. Guess what? You're not going to be a morning person. 
Back, because back. you're not a morning person, at night you're finna go to sleep because you're not finna wake up. More. You know, it's just a, yeah, it's just a, it's like compound Talking problems. Cycles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So for sure. helping people to see life a little differently. So without personal mm-hmm. training, so of course we personally train. Like you, your body will get snatched. You will be fit from these workouts. Um, but my biggest thing is helping people do something they, they couldn't do before they got with me, and then also teaching them the mindset. Because if I teach you a bunch of you know athletics and stuff like that, but you're still someone who's inconsistent with working out. Yeah, I might touch a better workout, but guess what? You're still not doing it consistently. I didn't touch your mind, right? Yeah. Think about all the people from Corona, right? A lot of people started doing all these workouts. They started getting in love with the results. But what happened when the gym got taken away? A lot of people, what? Stopped working out because they never shifted their mindset. But if I became yeah. to, you know, I'm healthy, whether I got a gym or not, it don't matter, right? Back. I'm still going to exercise. So just helping people to, to think differently and to feel differently through physical movement and, you know, books, audios, different stuff like that. Awesome, man. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for idea. joining us. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us, Max. So yeah. we'll let you plug yourself here and uh, talk about your new venture and how where where they, anybody can connect with you. Go ahead and do that, man. Um, yeah, so um, so we haven't launched yet till July, um, but you can follow me on Instagram at uh, K O O O N I E Cooney. Um, you can find me on uh, LinkedIn A D E K U N L E last name O L U S A N Y A or Facebook, um, and then we'll get in touch. You guys will be seeing some content pretty soon. So, no, that's definitely you, exciting. Thanks for joining awesome, us. Man, man. Thank, thank you so much, man. Y'all keep on, man. Y'all keep doing it. Thank, thank you. I want, you. I, want, I want jackpot next time. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, bro. You got it. You got it. Yeah. And before well, we what? before we end this episode, I just want to say yeah. also we can like give us a little moment to plug ourselves as well. Follow our Instagram page at the Drive Podcast underscore. Trying to yes, hit sir. our fifty followers. Yes, sir. And we want to just thank you guys that have been listening to us. You guys have been like blowing us up saying how much you support us we just appreciate you guys so much thank you Definitely. but thank with you. that being said uh please unbuckle your seatbelt step out to your left because we're in england we're not in america guys <laughs> in england. and please get the fuck out the car because we've reached our destination thank you yes sir <laughs>